Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to the very first episode of Loud Thoughts with Sadia of the Yet. I may sound a bit rusty at this stage because we haven't, I haven't done this in a couple of months. I haven't recorded in a couple of months. So just in case you hear some backgrounds here and there, well, I guess it's allowed. And I have my first guest of the year, probably my most returning guest who is no longer a guest. Papi, please say hello to our people again because right about now, you are part of this part of this show. So you really don't need much of an introduction, do you? Uh, no, I don't. Hello, good people. Well, my name is Jubril, but then, yep, everybody calls me Papi. Uh, probably someday during one of our episodes, uh, I might share the stories that leads to being called Papi by everybody. But then, um, it's a pleasure to be here again. Um, I enjoy talking. I enjoy talking to every one of you. And um, yes, Sadia has been, well, let me see, should I say out of the game for a while? But it's good to have you back. Uh, we have all missed you. The fans have been calling for you. I keep telling you. And it's time for them to take another dose of your... Um, or how do I put it? Another dose of your medicine. <laughs> oh, sure. You go, fair fans. When I hear fans, you're making my head to swell. But please, uh, I, don't, I don't think I have fans anywhere. But hey, I do appreciate... Uh, uh, you have fans. You just don't know it. Ah, okay now. But don't worry, I'm 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 the head of the fans club, so we are growing. I'll take that as a compliment, and I need to also appreciate everybody that listens, that shares, that does anything that help promote this podcast. It's been good, and I'm so glad to be back for 2021. 2020 was one rough of a year, one hell of a year. We we. We roughed it and we did it and we're back in 2021, hopefully better, hopefully bigger. Please don't stop sharing, don't stop listening. And before I get into all of that talk, let's just get into today's conversation so we don't, you know, bore our people away. Even though what we're going to talk about today is kind of a little bit of a reflection of 2021 since it's the first episode or reflection of 2020 rather since it's the first episode of 2021 i thought it would be good to do a quick reflection of how 2020 went and if you have been a um, constant listener of the show you would recall that papi and i did a 2019 recap where yep. i did a 19 we did like a recap and a reaction to events and major things that stood out for us in 2019 so the fact that we were not able to do it last year for 2020 i just thought it would be a good idea to bring him back at the start of the year as well and i always have love having papi on the show so why not so we're back now to reflect on 2020 a bit. So, I mean, I don't think people really need uh, to be reminded of how 2020 went and some of the events that went down in 2020. We, we just want to leave it uh, buried as, 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 as they, they are or as they should be. But hey, you know, I feel like some important lessons still need to be, you know, drawn out of some of the events of 2020. And it's always good to look back, reflect. Even though it's the the end of the first quarter of 2021 but it's never too late to reflect is it Papi, abby i wanted to ask well really how would you describe your 2021 or rather 2020 um 2020 very very unique year 
who would have thought at the end of 2019 when we're all making our resolutions that 2020 would turn out the way it did but then um if i have to look at my 2020 and put it in a word if i have to bundle it into a word i think i'll just use the word thankful and that's because um, a whole lot of things happened in 2020 a whole lot of unfortunate events of course conditioned by the pandemic all over the world and we lost a whole lot of people a whole lot of people lost jobs a whole lot of people lost loved ones so uh, when I come from the angle of being thankful, um, that's what I'm speaking about because the whole world was in turmoil. But then to break it down further, I think uh, one of the lessons I learned in 2020 was to appreciate people more. Again, that was conditioned by the virus. But then uh, I always like to be around people. Um, I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy meeting new people. But then a time of life came for everybody when we had to be in our houses. Where you go, I mean, more than a day, two days, five days, ten days, not interacting with anybody outside your house. And thank God for social media, it sort of, it sort of bridged that gap a lot. But then it was never the same thing. I mean, I, I looked I keep going over my pictures, over the videos that I did. I really appreciated people more during that period. And I'm sure a whole lot of people must have learned different things from 2020. But I have to unbundle my 2020. After being very thankful, I would say the fact that I learned to appreciate people's company more is something else that 2020 sort of defined for me. I think I have to pick on that as well because... I would say my major lesson um, or my major takeaway from last year also stems from the idea of relationships. Um, you know, relationships in the bigger context of community. Like, it took a pandemic to come in to remind us that, Kai, you really are not meant to be doing life by yourself. You need people. You need your community. You need that sense of togetherness. And it's funny again, because it's some sort of, uh, I don't want this episode to get deeper, but for some reason, I, 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 I keep finding myself going deeper because I feel like even with that reminder that 2020 and COVID-19 brothers, that you need people, you need your community. Uh, we also saw that dichotomy. We also saw that explosion of divisiveness. We also saw online we also saw a little bit of um people that are quick to lash out i feel like we've always seen that anyways but for some reason it felt a lot more amplified in my face last year you know people were quick to lash out people were quick to judge you know we now became um each other's judges and policing each other's actions like oh should you be parting well, that's uh, obviously uh, not a bad thing. I mean, not a bad thing to call someone out for, you know, not helping in the pandemic. Yeah. But, you know, we saw a lot of that um, street policing and that personal policing of people calling each other out, you know, just constant. It's always been a culture, I guess. But <laughs> for some reason, it felt a little bit more heightened and a lot more, I, I don't know, just felt like we were really close to hostility last year. Uh, for some reason and we saw the love as well so it's almost like we we got this 
dual picture this we're living in that binary world of goodness you could actually see goodness coming out and you could see the also the other harsh and hostile parts of people as well so at the end of the day it just really enforced uh, reinforced the need to have people around you i hope we as nigerians so generally we, we 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 see the need to develop our communities locally more because that need for that local connection for me i feel it's been missing in our societies being in a different country where i saw that my local community was really active and really coming out and showing out and doing its part and i'm like we could really use this back home what do you think um yes um well as much as i don't want to go deep into the situation of nigeria i mean situation as a country as a whole and also as us as individuals um it's no gain saying that we have a whole lot to do a whole lot to do on the health part a whole lot to do on preventing um probably spread or even some diseases now at the same time um as much as i don't have my uh, statistics or information I believe that yeah, COVID generally was not given the attention it deserves or the attention it requires. Looking back today, I'm not able to tell exactly because I you hear, you hear some people say, oh, there's no COVID in Nigeria. Some people say, I mean, you hear a whole lot of sorts on social media and even when you engage people. I'm not able to exactly define what happened in Nigeria as per COVID because if there were COVID, there were a whole lot of flouting the rules that I would have expected that the spike should have gone out of hand by now. But then, like they always say, God loves Nigeria. God is a Nigerian. Somehow, with all our difficulties as a country, with all our limitations, with all our irresponsibility, we're still at a point that I wouldn't say is out of hand, even though I believe there is COVID. Um, looking at Nigeria in isolation, I tend to feel like a lot of elderly people were affected by this more than the younger ones, which makes it very irresponsible for the long, younger ones to be flouting the rules because what it means is that even when you have some form of immunity against it, you have elder ones at home who do not. But ultimately, um, I would like to ask a question since we're discussing Nigeria. What was your first reaction to this pandemic? And at what point did you think, okay, this thing is serious? To be honest, yeah, all of this, I thought we would be able to keep under control. Like, oh, it's not going to get that bad. And then I saw the numbers. We saw the numbers kept going up. But then I think to say when it really hit me, when we confirmed the first case in Nigeria and I was like, no, 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 it can't be. That's it. So really my own awakening came when it hit home. And I know that we haven't got the health care capacity to take care of this. So my, f when we had the first case confirmed and I was like, no, I lost it. I literally lost it. I was panicking. And I was like, and it was, it, it's from a place of lack of trust in the system. So, the system, yeah. To me, I think I am more even very Nigerian because even after the first case was found, you know, it, it felt to me like when Ebola came then. And yeah, I, was, I think I panicked for Ebola and Ebola was handled 
professionally and expertly so it didn't spread out like we would have thought so i just thought okay even though this is much more difficult because you can carry the virus and not know and then you have engagement with a whole lot of people at the same time i thought we'll be able to handle it and i think as i continue to look at the figures it, I, not like i was getting worried but at the same time i was looking at that somehow somehow we'll handle it not until the developed countries started shutting down their economy and i was like okay if i have confidence we're going to handle it is because i expect that these guys will come up with a vaccine if these guys are shutting down <laughs> then we're in for it you know that was the point i think i started panicking and then when the economy went into shutdown it felt to me like okay nigeria is not ripe for shutdown there are people that live on everyday money. That, so what will happen to them? Once people stop moving, the downfall man that needs to go out. And, so I wasn't surprised when cases of robbery, cases of, I mean, vandalism, hooliganism were beginning to pop up in some places in Lagos. Like, it was just normal. So as much as I know it was irresponsible, I can understand where the government opened the economy. Okay, everybody get back to normal life while we take precaution to eat if there is a virus if there is no virus how it spread how it didn't spread i am not able to explain but then at that point it was a case of go out and be responsible for yourself and look to the glory of god we look back today and well, as much as i don't have the statistics i still feel it is not out of hand well, um, you're, you're right, because I, even I was conflicted at the point of lockdown, because I was like, hey, we need this lockdown. But we also know that there are many of our people that if they don't go out daily, they can't survive. How is this supposed to, how are we supposed to do things? You know, so I was a bit conflicted, but, you know, moving away from Nigeria, because, <laughs> Papi, we will be here for a long time. Yep, yep, um, I agree part of the lessons that i learned um last year that you know no matter what you still have to count your blessings even though maybe it's not always blessings and it's not always going to be um the same for everyone but you know bringing it relating lessons from last year now to 2021 how would you say you're doing what are those lessons that you picked up 2020, there is no way we'll talk about 2020 as a reflection uh, without looking at it from the angle of the pandemic. That's worldwide. And even when you want to look at probably your environment um, or even, let's say, international environment, uh, there are a whole lot of things that happened in 2020 that have conditioned how life is in 2021. Um, as as distant as it may be, um, there are presidential elections in the U.S. And even if we look, go back to Nigeria, there, there was the NSAS, which somehow um, I feel has brewed up a sort of, what I will put in quotes, as a revolution. I mean, something to fight against the government. And over a long period, I expect um, it would grow. And I can always, I can still relate it to the mini protests at the Lekki Toll Gate when it was opened up. Uh, so there were a whole lot of things that happened in 2020 that sort of conditioned 2021 generally. But on a personal level, uh, with everything sort of opening up where I am, I think I'm beginning to appreciate um, 
people more. I mean, the, the, the value of having people sit around you, the value of having more people to interact with. Uh, I think I, I, I tend to appreciate it more now because, uh, of course, most of us are still working from home. So you still speak to a whole lot of people over the phone rather than see them. But then when there is a chance to go out, uh, go out masked, let me put that, because it's still, the mask is still an evidence that things are not back to normal yet. So you still go out masked. But despite the mask, at least you have people to engage with. You have people, you, you see people walking on the street. You see people um, happy, people smiling and going around. And with um, the good weather coming, then it gives a whole lot of hope. That going into 2021, uh, coming from 2020, which was very, very, very troublesome, uh, 2021 is looking up. It's looking like a year that will be, well, may not be as high as previous years we have had, but at least compared to 2020, 2021 is really, really, really looking up and looking positive. So hopefully, um, with the vaccine now being deployed, uh, I expect that the virus is virus gets under control and then more of the economies open up international relations starts and gradually we can get back to being normal probably before the end of next year yeah i hope so too do you have a word for 2020 like i have a word and my word (laughs) is unprecedented like i felt like i heard that word like a million times in 2020 alone like Every day, I heard that word like hundred times. Unprecedented, unprecedented, unprecedented. I'm like, ah, kilo shelle. We know, yeah, it was it was an unprecedented year, I, I, I really. But um, that word in my in my in my head was just overused, and I was like, goodness gracious, we need to find a synonym for unprecedented. <laughs> but hey, yeah. Do you have a word um, to? I wouldn't say to sum up your okay. Team, but so, um, what that stood out for you? Yeah, well, well, um, I agree with you that unprecedented was it. Um, I, let me just say, I think I would just call it pandemic <laughs> because everything everybody does was conditioned, even the one that has no relationship with the virus. Everything everybody does. When people want to say anything bad, it is because of the pandemic. I mean, everything, everything got conditioned. You have an order, it does not get delivered, even though the um, company had promised you will get delivered. Blame it on pandemic. Even when it gets delivered and it's not up to standard, blame it on pandemic. Whatever happened. So everybody went through 2020 with a common enemy. Pandemic. Yes, yes, yes. So we we all blamed um COVID or the pandemic at some point for one thing or the other last year. Even now we're still blaming COVID. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we're still blaming. Uh, guilty, guilty, guilty. Even I am guilty of that. Oh yeah, sure. Everybody did. Uh, yeah. Everybody. But hey, twenty twenty one, what are you what what I don't know if I've said this before, but what are your expectations? What are you looking forward to? Enough of twenty twenty. Uh, we don't, we probably don't need to be reminded of it. So, you know, looking forward, even though it's the first quarter almost over, 
what are you looking forward to um 2021 you know any positive notes out there i know you've already dropped some but just so we recap and we just round up that hey it's not too it's not too late to have some reflection done like i like to say 2020 was a year of reflection it was a year of resilience and reawakening so you know if the year is just starting for you because even though it's not just starting <laughs> if the year is just starting for you uh, <laughs> yeah. some way it's not too late to reflect back and um, reevaluate some things and also set some expectations so as the as my go-to dr phil papi please drop us some <laughs> well um 2021 the, one of the best things about being around right now is that we all have hope and this is hope that is being uh, should i say supported by the fact that the, the 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 common enemy that fought all of us all of us last year who found sort of in quotes a vaccine for it uh, what would make 2021 very fantastic is for us to have an effective vaccine because right now um embracing the vaccine is too it's too polarized um, I, I personally have my own opinion i have listened to people who said they would not take that vaccine for now i have also i know a couple of people who have gone out of their way to get it and hopefully um, we get an effective vaccine and then it becomes we, we have to we, then we put COVID-19 also in the parking lot like we have polio and all other drugs that we have vaccine for and then uh, life can return to normal because that will really in a very long way define how 2021 moves although um, not to take us back to 2020 2020 also came with some positives and COVID made us realize that our lives can be lived differently for instance, every day, pre-COVID, everybody wake up, run on the road, and then go to work, come back in the evening. COVID has also made us think that we can do business in different ways. Um, a whole number of people are working from home. A whole number of people are working from little hubs where you have few engagements with clients. And we're still able to resolve things, which, believe me, one way or the other, had reduced costs of operations. So what it means is that if we're able to get this pandemic out in that line, uh, businesses will be able to make more while having less costs. And, you know, that positivity, that profitability would have a ripple effect on the economy as a whole. And, of course, we all love money and we all like to make more money, which I believe will then be the end point. So um, 2021 looks very positive so far. Things are beginning to open up, but all is hinged on getting um, the vaccine right for this pandemic. Now, let me even, for once, try as much as possible, even though it's difficult and very unrealistic, to put the pandemic aside and let's just look at life normally. So, um, I started by saying I feel very thankful. Uh, we're very lucky, wherever you may be listening. I think we should all understand that we're very lucky to be wherever we are right now. Things may not always go north for everybody. I mean, uh, in, in this first quarter, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people would speak about what they have been through and it may not have been pleasant. But then it gives you hope that there is always light at the end of every tunnel. Think about when a year ago, 
it was about this time when the pand when lockdown started really not like the pandemic started but when lockdown started because that was when we started giving its attention at some point there were rumors of it is 5g there were rumors of the world was going to end and you know a whole lot of uncertainty look at where we are today we're already thinking of a vaccine well we're already thinking about something that can put this us beyond this and then um 2020 and the year of the covid now becomes a thing of a history that i want us all to take it into our personal lives and understand that whatever you may be going through you may not have been able to find the vaccine if i might look to you like you will never find the vaccine or there is no vaccine but staying there be positive be diligent and i'm sure that all this will yield a positive result at the end of the day so yes let's us let us hold on tight to our hope and i believe that by the end of the year when we're doing the review of 2021 a whole lot of people will have several testimonies oh sure you see you guys see why i like to have papi on right this is <laughs> this is the right way to kickstart the first episode of the year on that you know inspirational motivational notes and i'm glad <laughs> i'm glad papi that you're here I mean, I can I can't stop what you just said. So please, I think it's about time to wrap this all up, uh, Papi. It's been good yeah. having you here. I As always, love love having conversations with you. And I thought we should do this um, nice, chilled, laid back, laid back episode for the start of the year. And I'm mm -hmm. glad that you came through. I cringe when motivational speakers, well, well, not all, when some motivational speakers are speaking, but. I can listen to you, even though I'm not yeah. directly and I'm indirectly not calling you a motivational speaker, <laughs> but I can listen to you all day, drop those messages. So thank you, Papi. Really, really nice having you. I do hope 2021 goes great for everyone, uh, goes better for everybody. And there's a light at the end of the tunnel, like Papi said. On that note, I think I'll, I'll end that on that high note. Let, 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 let's take away Papi's messages. Thank you so much for Papi for coming. And yep. uh, until I have you back on, on another episode. So it's bye for now. Yep, it's good to have you back. At least now I have something to tell your fans. <laughs> you are this fan since you're the leader of the fan base please what is you people's name I beg don't worry, don't worry. Day, I'm hoping forward I'm, I'm looking forward to you coming in to tell us the history of Papi so please the origin of the name Papi so please 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 I am dying to hear and I, I can't wait to hear and share with others too so okay, thank you, you so much uh, yeah you asked about the fan base let me just chip in here that you don't have to know them you know how fans uh, buy cars for this big brother and i just celebrities just the expects <laughs> just the expects no worry oh show. and i'm one of those people that used to troll fans that used to buy cars oh please oh because i'm like <laughs> is it in small small 5k did, did uh, leave down for another day leave down just leave down for another day <laughs> You've done for another day. Okay, now thank you so much. All right, good people. All right.